Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I hope everybody has had a marvelous week, and thanks for coming back and, um, you know, hanging out with me for about an hour or so, I would say. Um, so today I am going to cover, we're going to discuss Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, uh, Summer House, and Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I hope everybody is all caught up. I am going to really kind of, if you've listened to my last episode that I posted, I'm going to really hunker down in Salt Lake City. Um, and then I'm just going to do kind of a little bit of just quick discussing Summer House and New Jersey. So just a heads up. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything that's like happened in our like Bravo universe this week. Did it, I feel like this week has been kind of quiet. I'm like, gosh, has something happened? Oh, I did see online today, actually, that Erica just started a new um, hair extension uh, line. I think it's like Pretty Miss Hair or something like that, which is like great and dandy. But I mean, if I'm being honest, that should have been started a long time ago. But who am I? Um, you know, just happy that she's starting her own business now. Um, what else is going on, you guys? I think that's really about it. Um, yeah. I, there's nothing I can really think of with the Bravo stuff. So, you know, listen, if there's something that you guys want to chat about or you'd like me to cover, um, just message me on my IG page, give me more reality and just, uh, you know, drop me a line um, and happy to discuss it. So I'm just going to go ahead and get, let's just get right into Salt Lake City um, and, you know, we'll just go from there, everybody. So um, Salt Lake City, the title was Memorial Meltdown, and it was a meltdown indeed. Um, so where we start the episode is kind of where we had left it off last week, where Whitney asked Meredith about the memorial again. <laughs> and fucking Meredith fucking lost her goddamn mind, <laughs> which I'm not surprised, everybody. Like, I really am not. I mean, she's asked everybody to not, like, question her about it. Um I think what we'll, when we get to it here in a minute, but I feel like once they had like a conversation, I feel like Meredith was understanding where they were coming from and asking, but also like, stop asking her about it. She was at a memorial, regardless if the memorial was on the day you guys left or if it was the day before, two days before, I don't give a shit. Okay. Regardless, her father passed. Okay. So. It's like, she's going to be out of commission. The last thing that she wants to do when she's mourning is spend time with y'all. Like, hello. It's so crazy. So while this is like going on, or I should say right before this happened between Meredith and um, Whitney, Whitney or Lisa left the table and like stormed off the whole hot mic situation is going on. But what is funny to me that I realized in this episode was like, I'm pretty sure that when Lisa left, she 100% assumed that people were going to follow her. People didn't, I mean, people followed her eventually, but they did not follow her in the way that I think that she assumed that they would. <laughs> And Lisa is going off about Meredith when she fucking throws the mic back at the producer, which is wild to me. I don't think that, I just don't understand how the hot mic situation actually happened because from what I've heard, it sounds like there wasn't like a boom mic in there with her, but yet she like threw something. But I feel like she may have like, I don't know how it worked, you guys. There's no way that she had a mic still on, I don't think. 
Because we always see those little packs and you know that are you know stuffed somewhere, the little mic packs. So I don't know how we got the audio exactly. But regardless, fucking Lisa was calling her family dumb. She called Meredith at one point a garbage hoe, was one of my favorites. <laughs> and of course, you know, said that she slept with like a majority of New York. I mean, listen, who cares? But oh, Lord. So, I mean, people do eventually like start making their way, do start making their way in to like talk with uh, Lisa. At one point, somebody, or I think not somebody, but Jenny goes in there and fucking Lisa loses her shit on Jenny. And it's like, why aren't you there for me? Why didn't you defend me? I was defending you. And it's just like, nobody even knew Lisa that you were having like a struggle. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like it was like that crazy compared to like what was going on between Mary and Jenny. Like, and, and Lisa did speak up every now and again, but I think, I, I don't know. It's, it's wild. It's wild. It's funny. And what like really cracked me up is like the fact that Lisa did not want to chat or, you know, like she threw her mic, you know what I mean? Like, and so like, she clearly just did not want to be on camera anymore. But of course, once everybody started coming to her, then she was like all ears. Like, let me just share what I have. When, by the time that Heather got in there, I mean, Heather like shut that down. She was like, we all defended you. Like you may not have been there, but we all fucking defended you and said, and we're defending your position with Meredith and why you're feeling like this way. So like, I just love that. Like Heather was just like, oh no, like we are going to, oh, we're shutting this down right now. 100%. Heather's confessional. She is like, we all love an unhinged Lisa and she ain't lying. At one point, Lisa says, the pot makes lies about the kettle. And I wasn't sure exactly <laughs> what that phrase was to, was, was to mean exactly. I don't know. I mean, I know the phrase, um, you know, uh, what's it called? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I know the phrase, you guys. Um, God, what is it? Don't call the kettle black. No, hold on. Hold on. Something black kettle. Uh, I don't, oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> I don't know it. I know it, but I don't know it. Um, it's, oh my God, what is the fucking saying? Don't call the kettle, don't call, oh, the kettle, calling the kettle black? The black kettle, something, listen, y'all know what fucking saying I'm trying to get at, okay? So just know it's like right there at the tip of my tongue, but I'm going to move on. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. And once Heather like explained to Lisa, like, you know, what was like going on, I feel like they, um, they kind of like, she just like kind of like downplayed it. Like she was just like, now like, she's like, okay, I'm no longer mad at you guys. I'm just mad at Meredith. Uh, I, you guys, I don't understand why. And I think it's a question we all have. Why are Meredith and Mary friends. It's weird, y'all. It's weird. When, did you all see fucking when Mary and um, Meredith were sitting downstairs at the island or whatever, and Meredith's on her phone, Mary's just staring off into the distance. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. They have nothing there. They have nothing there. And the fact that, like, Mary, like, Meredith, do you really think that Mary would be your friend if y'all weren't on the show? Do you? Because I would like I would like a yes or no to that fucking question. 
because from what I'm seeing, uh, that's going to be a hard no. Hard no. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and they did kind of like get to the fact with the whole situation between like the whole triangle of Jen, Lisa and Meredith, because, you know, Heather kind of like, I mean, definitely did her best. And I feel like it made sense. I mean, hopefully it resonated with Jen, who can say, but it's not like basically like she was just saying, like, you know, like we know that Jen needed a friend at that point in time. Unfortunately for Meredith, that was Lisa. And you know, here we are, you know, I don't know, because, I, you know, I mean, honestly, it seems like she iced everybody out for some reason. I don't know why, but Lisa hitched her wagon to Jen for some fucking reason, because Heather and Jen were even friends at, by the end of last season, nor was she friends with Whitney, nor was she friends with Mary, like Mary, like wild. So, okay. So then after that, Whitney goes downstairs to find Meredith and Mary sitting there and she's like trying to like trying to and Whitney's like trying to explain to her again like why like and and so sorry let me just go back really quickly while they're upstairs literally they are just saying to Meredith like we just need you to give us a yes or no answer like we are getting different days and that's the only thing that's in question is what day your memorial was I don't think that and that's what I think was getting misconstrued nobody I think was questioning if she had a memorial or not for her father. I think that's what Lisa was trying to insinuate, but I don't think that that's what anybody was getting at. I think everybody was just wondering, okay, was it Monday or was it Tuesday? It, also, I don't agree with the fact, I don't think it fucking matters, but you know, again, <laughs> this is Real Housewives. So everybody just <laughs> go along for the goddamn ride, you know? <laughs> um, And so... You know, so that's when Whitney goes downstairs and, you know, wants to like talk to Meredith again because she kind of like stormed off without ans answering the question, essentially. And so Whitney goes down there to try to like explain like a little bit more, try to like have a conversation. And, you know, Meredith basically said, like, what if I said that you have been talking to your father? But what Whitney heard was that your father is not an addict. So <laughs> I was just like, what? Or maybe I misheard it, y'all. But I heard Meredith say that, what if we, we pe people were saying that you were talking to your dad right now? And Whitney fucking like lost it. Like she like went red because then, you know, she was like, well, <laughs> after, after Meredith said that to her, she basically, she then says to Meredith, well, then maybe I should find, maybe I should hire a PI. So then I can get my question answered. <laughs> Just like, uh-uh. <laughs> but also like, bravo. <laughs> because it's great TV, everybody. Okay? You got to take what you can get. It's great TV, everybody. You just got to take, you know, listen, take it for what it's worth. Okay? Whitney was creating good television. Do I agree with her? No. Of course not. Of course not. Of course, I don't agree with her interrogating somebody about whether or not they, when they had decided to have their father's memorial. No, I don't agree with that. But I do agree that what is happening is good television. Is it sad that it's at, unfortunately, you know, at Mer Meredith's expense? Of course. Of course, it's not great. But again, she signed up for a reality show, not me. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. 
So after fucking Whitney drops that bomb, she walks away. Okay. When she walks away, she walks past Mary. Now, you guys, I know that we all had to have seen this scene. It's giving me chills before I even describe it. Just the thought of it, I am getting chills. It's insane. Okay, Whitney, walking past Mary. Mary, I mean, listen, like my soul felt like I was just like, it was like being ripped out of my body, you guys. Like I was disturbed. (laughs) Fucking Meredith, or not Meredith, I'm sorry, Whitney walks by. Mary has the most menacing grin upon her face, okay? And then shakes her head as she as she as Whitney has passed her and shakes her head and says, "Women. You guys, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's wild to say. Now, I caught this on other people's IG pages, but I did not realize that Meredith, or not Meredith, again, I'm sorry. There's too many M names right now. Anyways, Mary, I guess the mics, of course, picked it up, but said something about fucking Whitney, like, oh, she doesn't even know that she looks inbred or something like that. Uh, Oh, my God. I just, like, Mary, like, you are so gross. How are you going to say that about her when you are married to your grandfather? Your grandfather, the man that has seen you since you were a baby. Or maybe not a baby, but a goddamn child. And you want to throw that out there? Interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, what cracked me up was when Whitney finally got upstairs, homegirl is pacing in fucking, I don't even know whose room it was, but she was pacing. (laughs) And she is just like, holy shit, I just regret what I just did. And I mean, and I'm just like, holy shit, like, I would regret it too. I would regret it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, that's a wild, it's wild. It's wild to say that whole comment about the PI. <laughs> that's a wild thing to say, man. That's a wild thing to say, Whitney. Oh my goodness. But um, the thing that is like crazy is just like everybody is talking about this. Everybody is talking about Meredith in this situation. Nobody's hands are clean in this. No one's. And for whatever reason, it feels like people are trying to like point the finger. And it's like, Everybody said shit. End of story. That's it. Like, period, point blank, nothing. There's nothing else anybody can say. Y'all were talking about it. That's it. Hello. It's wild. (laughs) So, Meredith comes back up the stairs. Meredith is just like, you know, I think like she had a moment to like kind of like calm down, recharge or whatever. And, you know, is just like saying like, I just need to know who is saying what. And you know, what is being said or whatever. And, you know, so then they just, everybody just goes all into it. Like Meredith is losing her mind or sorry, Lisa is losing her mind over Meredith. Like Lisa talked about the whole situation with the memorial. Lisa is the one that is continuing to carry this baton of questioning the memorial. But then yet she wants to like step back and be like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. And it's like, listen, 
If you weren't lying, your reaction would not be this. Hello. You know, I mean, at one point, everybody's just chit-chatting and fucking uh, Jen takes a pillow and skills and kills a mosquito. I mean, for me, what a, it was a great scene for me personally. Um, and I mean, listen, Whitney explains to Meredith, like, again, like, I just need to, like, we just want to know, you know, if you were lying or not. And she's like, it's kind of a simple question. And I was like, ugh. Jesus, like Whitney's wasted. Like that's like, that's where we're at right now. So like, there's no filter, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's just saying what she feels, feeling what she says. And my thing is, is though also like, I mean, I understand, I understand Meredith not wanting to talk about it. I get that. But why not just say the date? Do you know what I mean? Like, why not just be like, listen, bitches, it was on this day. Now can y'all shut the fuck up next? You know? I don't know. That's just my, that's my opinion. I would still be pissed off of it, everybody, for making me have to say that, of course. But to fucking nip that shit in the bud, hell yeah, say the goddamn date and let's be done with it. Also, at the end of that scene, Whitney was crying and I did not know why. Does anybody know why? If so, DM me, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then the thing is, is like, where is Mary? Where is Mary? Mary's never there to like help anybody. It's wild to watch her. It's wild to watch Mary. And Mary is a savage. Mary is a savage. I understand that she's had to be savage all of her life. I get it. I do. I understand what's happening here. But woof magoof. Like she just, I, I'm glad that she's not on the show, you guys, anymore. I really, I mean, I, I just feel like it, she's not giving us anything. Like, listen, if. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I just feel gross watching her. And I think it's just the whole situation with the grandfather, the whole situation, um, the whole situation with the church. I just feel like how she treats people. Um, it just like all of it just is ugh, gross. So, you know, bye bye. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. I heard on a podcast and I want to say it may have been on the bitch sesh, bitch sesh podcast that, um, Andy Cohen, uh, our Lord and Savior, met Mary at a gym in New York. And my mind is perplexed. I mean, I guess maybe she was in New York. I don't know, y'all. But weird. Very strange. Very strange. And I and I was thinking this. I mean, listen, by the end of the episode, I mean, Meredith cleared it all up. But before that happened, I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, is this like a Vanderpump-esque like situation where like 100% like Meredith, like at this point doesn't want to say, I mean, either off of principle or she's lying. I think it's off of principle at this point. I mean, I don't think she's lying about it. I think she just is like, this is bullshit that I'm even having to say this, but, but it is just, it's so strange. Like, I don't know. I'm just wondering if it's like Vanderpump esque in the fact of just like, you know, they, they're behind the scenes conversations that are going on, which of course makes sense. But that we are not privy to. That then, that's where we're getting this whole situation. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Anyways. But what I find interesting, because everything is, like, coming to a close. Thank God. Because this is, like, the next morning. Thank goodness. So, Mary decides, like, oh, I'm not coming on the I'm not coming on the van. Like, that's gross. Like, no, thank you. I'll be taking my own vehicle. And I love how Meredith is, like, oh, no, I'll be on the van. And because she's, like, listen, I don't know what it is. 
about me not being on the sprinter van, but every single time I'm not on this goddamn van, these bitches have some shit to say. So, yep, I'm going to be on that van. And I'm sorry, but y'all didn't give us one goddamn scene of that van. Y'all are trying to tell me that nothing interesting happened on that van that whole entire time. Nobody talked about nothing. Because I don't believe that. I don't. Not for a hot second. Not for a hot second. I want everything, you guys. I want unseen footage. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, everybody's back in Utah. Um, you know, we're checking everybody. You know, we're kind of checking everybody out, like checking in or whatever. Now, we check in with Meredith and Seth, and they're back at home. They're kind of like slightly like talking about the trip. But what cracks me up is just like Meredith loves a satin suit. She loves a satin suit. She also, like, their house, you guys, makes me feel cold. It makes my bones hurt, almost. Like, it feels so unhomey. There's nothing on the walls. I mean, but maybe that's her aesthetic. But the house makes me sad. Makes me sad. Then we got a scene with Jen and her lawyer. Now, you guys. You guys, you guys, you guys. That, that scene with the lawyer was roof stoof. Because we know that Stu Chains has made a plea deal. At this point in time when that scene was filmed, Stu had not done a plea deal yet. And, you know, Jen's like, well, where's like, you know, like, I know that me and Stu can't talk, but like, you know, you're talking to his lawyer, right? Like, so we're still like in this together. It's like, I don't know for how long, Jen. I don't know how long after that, that old Stu Chains went ahead and got himself a little deal deal. You know what I'm saying? So, unclear. So, next we check in with uh, Lisa. Now, you guys, again, I mean, they're all just like having dinner. I guess Lisa bought herself a little grill, you know, some kind of hibachi-esque, if you will. But what is that I'm seeing more and more often is that Lisa uh, always has a big gulp always has a big gulp and one is never too far away one is never too far away it's always close it's always close and my thing is does she just like to like have like a big gulp are we drinking soda out of there is there a certain type of ice that she likes like you know what i'm saying because i've been there where i like went through a phase of just like i loved like the ice from ampm the crushed ice so 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 good you guys so good so so good my favorite or the ice from sonic bomb bomb it's just like crushed ice that's like the perfect state to be able to eat it <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah so i just need more information about the big goal i just need to know like what are we what are we what are we what are we working with here you know what i mean what's going on exactly that's all um also quick question is john getting buffer lisa lisa's husband because he looks buffer to me personally or maybe uh that little that long sleeve shirt that he had on is just like a little bit tighter <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, hey, John, how you doing? Hey there. <laughs> and I'm sorry, that, like, I can't even try to recap or state anything of what Lisa said to John about their Zion weekend or Zion vacation because it literally made no sense to me. She's just crazy rambling and it's crazy how she makes sense of it in her brain and how it all makes sense. But then when she says it aloud, uh, I mean, for God's sake, she might as well be talking gibberish if I'm being honest. If I'm being honest. 
Now, next to you guys, we cut to a scene that I did not think we would ever see. Jen went to Mary's church. Okay. Now, there is the small congregation that they had at that point in time. And I don't know if that's just because of the COVID of it all or what exactly is happening, but, um, you know, that's where we're at. You know, it's a small group. Um, Mary just is very disturbing to me. It's very disturbing. Her son was there, but you could tell he was uncomfortable. And it seemed like to me, I mean, I felt I could, I felt like I could feel it from across from like through the television that he does not come to that church very often anymore. That's my feeling. That is my feeling that he does not go to church very often, or at least that one. Okay. Um, he felt he looked embarrassed, ashamed, and I think he was forced to go because it was being recorded. It's being filmed. So Mary made him. That's all I can think of, you guys. That's all I can think of. Um, it was disturbing. The whole like scene of the church, like, uh, I don't know. The the whole thing. I mean, how that woman, I mean, that woman that wrote her like that letter, I mean, where she just like praised her, which is wonderful. I mean, that's wonderful, of course, to praise your your pastor and just praise people that you, of course, like look up to as like a mentor, blah, blah, blah. Of course, I'm not taking that away from that girl at all. But it does hit a little bit different at the extent what we were saying and just like the tone and just, I mean, her emotion in it. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Like, listen, I don't know if anybody's seen the documentary called The Way Down. Um, it's basically about like this lady. Um, it's on HBO Max. It's called The Way Down. Okay, this lady, um, basically, you know, she's very like uh, church going um, and uh, very like God-fearing woman. Anyways, she created a book that was called The Weight Loss Book, or not Weight Loss, I think it was called like, it was called like The Way Down or something like that. And basically, she was basically saying like, through God, you can lose weight, okay? She essentially created a church around this book, and it was on very old doctrines and so forth, and um, and just like ideals of, just very Old Testament is what I'm getting at. Anyways, it became very cult-like, very, very cult-like. And I mean, it, it sounds like it's that the church is still under investigation. Um, but uh, listen, that lady's hair, I swear to God, as that bitch became richer and richer, her hair got bigger and bigger. I'm telling y'all, if you have not watched this goddamn documentary, get your asses on it. I'm telling you, run, don't walk. It is good. It's wild. It is dark at times. But woof, if you love a documentary about a cult, which I do, then bingo bongo. Anyways, I don't even know how I got onto that. I think because I was comparing <laughs> Mary Stretch to a cult or comparing her to that lady. Um, but that is what I feel like. And I just, yeah. And then there was a man that while Mary was sitting there listening to people praise her, she had a man behind her fanning her. It's just very gugh. I don't know. It's just very gross to me. I just don't like it, you guys. So Meredith invites Heather and Whitney to come over to her house to do some, like, to work out. But essentially, it's just, um, like, those machines that, you know, like, you can do, like, a thousand ab crunches in, like, five minutes or some shit or equals two or some shit like that. 
But, you know, Whitney's just like, well, I hope like she's going to apologize. Like, I'm pretty shocked that she even invited me to go over there. Like, this is pretty crazy. And they replayed that scene again because she's talking about where she thinks that Meredith said something about her dad, but she did not. I mean, she said that, you know, about you not talking to your dad, but she didn't say anything about him being an addict, like, you know, comparing that situation, which I'm sure that it's going to be addressed at the reunion. I can only imagine. And so, I mean, Meredith is kind of like still like pissed off at everybody, of course. And so like she had a very like evil laugh because she was saying to like make the intensity for these two very high to like the people that are providing the service and then has a very evil laugh to the, to the door. It was very scary. You guys, it was very scary. Like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know. It was just weird. And I just want to say like, I want to do this workout. Can I do that type of workout? Like, I'm not trying to sweat. I'm not trying to do anything. Like, I just want to lay somewhere and then just, you know, my body does the work, you know, or something else does the work for me is all. Just saying. I was shocked, shocked when Meredith apologized to Whitney. That was interesting. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I mean, they both apologized to each other, but I just was like shocked that Meredith was the one to make the first move. And I think, of course, Whitney took that as her apologizing for the addiction comment, but that's, again, not what Meredith said. So can't wait for that to be, can't wait for that to be uh, talked about. But anyways, um, and it was very interesting that once they like, ex- like really like explained, like, listen, like this is what we were like. I didn't have an issue with it. It was just continuously being brought up. So it was just like, let's just nip this in the bud. So I feel like once the ladies brought up why it was being like questioned to her, Meredith was very understanding about the whole situation and was like, the memorial was on Monday. And Heather was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And Heather said from the jump, and you know, Heather was and yeah, sorry. Heather was just saying, like, yes, that's exactly what I was saying. But it, the thing is, is that from the you know, from from the get, Lisa is the one that's trying to make shit look dirty on Meredith. And that's the thing. Like, she was the one that was like, oh my god, like I know you're at the memorial. Like, da, da, da. And the thing is, is like, Lisa, you probably got the days wrong. That's it. And instead, you created this whole fucking shitstorm over what? Over what? Oh my goodness. And then you guys, like, I mean, that was basically the end of the episode, but the next, our next week's episode is the fucking finale, you guys. The finale. The Singerson is not long enough. It never will be. It never could be. Okay. I, I'm obsessed with Salt Lake. It's so good. Like, I just, uh, I mean, again, this is only the second season, you guys. Like, who knows what can happen? Who knows what can happen? But so far, I'm, it's been, I mean, solid fucking gold, Salt Lake. Solid gold. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's ever been a Real Housewives show, anyways, that from the jump has been mwah, 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 chef kisses. Mwah, 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 all around. Because y'all are doing the Lord's work out here. <laughs> but I'm very sad that the finale is next week, you guys. But I am stoked about the reunions. I'm not going to lie. Now, you guys, this is the thing. I I may not reco- I may not recap the reunions. I feel like those are really hard to recap. Um, if there is something that I am like, holy shit, that was crazy, I will talk about it. Um, but for the most part, I'm not going to recap the reunion. So just a heads up. So once this is so once um Salt Lake City next week's episode is over. 
I probably will not do a recap. I'll probably stick with just Summer House in New Jersey. So just a heads up, everybody. Um, and I don't know. I might not. I might dip in and out of New Jersey. I don't know. I don't know, yo. I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, the finale looks amazing as well. It seems like that last party that everybody gets together at, of course, is going to be a complete fucking shit show. Cannot wait. Um, so that's going to be amazing. Jenny throws a glass. So yikes. Yikes, indeed. Um, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about Salt Lake. So, I mean, listen, pause me here if you want to. I'm about to just go ahead and get right into Summer House. Um, so do if you will uh, with that information. Either let's keep on, keep on, keep it on. Or, you know, pause me, save me for later. All right. Anyways, so Summer House. This episode was called Charmed. I'm not sure. Now, if you guys remember last uh, episode of Summer House, that ended with Craig, Craigie and Paige um, having a little bit of like an explosive situation. I mean, it wasn't like super explosive, but it was just the fact that like this is sort of the triangle with Craig, Austin and Kristen Cavallari. I confirmed it, everybody. Just want you all to know it was Kristen Cavallari that is who is in this mixture. Um. They were just rumors going around that it was actually Craig that slept with her, not Austin or both of them. I'm not sure. But regardless, Kristen has been busy. So has Craig and Austin. So everybody's feeling themselves, I guess. <laughs> everybody's feeling themselves this summer. Anyways. Um, and so, you know, Craig kind of, I don't think his reaction was great. I think also like liquor was flowing. I don't think people were like in their right minds to be having that conversation in the first place. But, you know, who am I? Um, but I mean, essentially, Craig admits that, yes, that, you know, they did, you know, they aren't like, they aren't sleeping together now, but like, that is, does he have somebody that he can possibly hook up with if he goes back to Tennessee? And he said, yes. And that broke little Paige's heart. And I did not like that. I did not like that at all. But the thing is, is like, Craigie, you better fucking like watch out because Andrea is in there like swimwear. Okay. Like he wants Paige. And if you are going to do things that are going to avert little Paige's eyes away from you, please believe Andrea is right the fuck there. Okay? And homeboy is hot. And he's fucking Italian. That accent is the stuff of fucking dreams. Okay? Also, he brings her coffee all the time. Okay? He's like a gentleman's gentleman. I don't know how to, I don't know what to say, but he's amazing. I just love Andrea so, so much. He's adorable. Super, super cute. Super cute. Um, I do have to say, I love that they keep showing Carl's morning routine. I think that that's great. I love that Carl is, I will say this every episode, you guys. I'm just really proud of Carl. If you have watched Carl since season one, as I have, the growth that we have seen, everyone is magnifique. Magnifique. I don't know why I'm doing such like crazy accents today. I don't know. Maybe it's just like talking about Andre just makes me want to, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Um, and you know, okay. So they all go to this like Hamptons, like pool party and, um, you know, I can tell like Paige is still just like, kind of like hurt from like the conversation with Craig in the sense that, you know, that she knows that, you know, it's possible that he could be sleeping with other people, not just her. But the thing is, is that Paige, you could also be sleeping with other people, not just Craig. You guys are not exclusive, but I understand where she's coming from. Because I think we've all been there, okay? We all like to think that we can fuck other people 
nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like we all go into it. Like, I'm not trying to be like exclusive. Okay. Like I just want to like date, like this is like my plan. And then some motherfucker comes along (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're like, so I don't know if I want to be like, you know, I thought maybe like we would want to be like exclusive. Like, I don't want to really sleep with anybody else. Like, do you want to still sleep with other people? You know what I mean? Like, unless you are exclusive, like, you cannot get mad. Like, everybody, like, that's all I could say. Like, we can't get mad about it. Of course, we're going to get into our feelings about it. Of course. Because it's still, like, it's still emotional. It's like, you don't want them to. But it's like, if you still have the opportunity, if you have the opportunity to, then you can't expect them not to. Like, that's just not fair. You know what I mean? I hope everybody understands what I'm saying. But anyways, I think you guys get it. You guys get what I'm getting at. You get what I'm getting at okay but you guys i just like a serious note what the fuck is up with everybody and coors light on this fucking show i don't know why i keep seeing Lindsay grabbing a coors light i'm sorry but Lindsay, you're better than that you're better than a coors light you are way better than a coors light i'm glad to see that carl decided to stay away from the whole sierra situation because that thing is 100 soups messy and that is not what carl needs in his life so i'm glad that he realized that and got the fuck out of there Got the fuck out of there with a quickness. Now, at that fucking party, that the Hamptons party or whatever, pool party situation, there is a violinist slash DJ. Never have I ever seen a violinist slash DJ. I mean, but listen, and what I loved was like, Amanda was like, see if he's available for a wedding. <laughs> it's just like, y'all don't got that locked down yet. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, listen, so Lindsay meets up. I mean, Lindsay is like living her best life this summer. Like that girl is just like, I want to just talk and whatever to as many fucking guys as possible. Like she is like out there just like, hello, I am single and I am ready to mingle. Also, whose kid was at the bar, y'all? Did anybody else see that kid? That kid was just straight up sitting at the bar, just staring down the barrel of the camera. It was wild. I was like, where did this kid come from, everybody? Where did he come from? <laughs> oh, my goodness. At the pool party, like, so, you know, <laughs> Paige is, like, still pretty, I mean, you know, of course, like I was saying before, Paige is, like, kind of, like, pissed off at Craig still. And, you know, Craig is, like, trying to, like, kind of, like, talk to her and, you know, but clearly, like, things are different. And, um... And at one point, because, like, she was just, like, giving him, like, very short answers, like, not being, like, cute with him. And Craig is just, like, um, so I guess I'm just going to go get a shot, um, find my shoes and my wallet and stuff. And she's, like, yeah, I think that's for the best. <laughs> uh, and all I can say is, like, Paigey, it happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. You fall for someone unexpectedly when you plan to stay single for longer than expected. Or you fall for somebody that you never thought you would fall for. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you just like, it was unexpected, like not in a bad way. Like, it just was unexpected that you fell for that person. Like, you're just like, damn, okay, I did not see that coming. Okay, cool. Now I got to deal with these feelings. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Everybody goes back to the house. Danielle is fucking wasted, y'all. Wasted. And she passed out. I loved it. 
um, Luke is finally coming. He said that he had to like do some like work or whatever. But I was like, what work are you doing exactly, Luke? Are you still making, is he still making jewelry? That's my question. Is he still making jewelry? That's all I need to know. Uh, Sierra, Sierra, Sierra. Sierra pulls Lindsay to the side and tries to ask her some questions about Austin, like wanting to know, like, because I guess because of the whole Kristen thing, it just like, you know, brought up some feelings, uh, you know, so she thought that she would talk to Lindsay about it. She's like, so have you guys like been like cooking up or, and Lindsay like legit, like kind of like, la- like she legit laughed before she even answered the question. She's like, no, because <laughs> she's just like, it's not like that anymore. It's not. I'm like, good for you, but Listen, we all know that something, a tide turns at some point. So we know that this is not accurate for too long. Uh, all I can say is like Danielle was wasted, y'all. Like she rallied for dinner. Okay, ate dinner, was still drinking. She had that huge bottle of rosé in her lap and then rallied again and went out with Lindsay. And I'm just like, wow, girl, like bravo, 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 bravo. And listen, and I don't know, I mean, listen, I haven't looked up Jean-Claude Van Damme in many, many moons, but for some reason, Andrea is giving me like a way hotter um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't know. Google him, y'all, and just see what you think. I don't know what to tell you. Give it a whirl and see what you think and um, give it a googs. I don't know. Okay, you guys, so there, we're heading back to the house. And they were saying that somebody that like they passed, like they were like in their car and somebody looked like Santa Claus. And Danielle's like, yeah, it's like a regular Kris Kringle. These girls, I think it was Maya and Lindsay, ha- act like they'd never heard of Kris Kringle before. I guess they never have, but I mean, that's another name for Santa, everybody. I just thought that was a known fact. Just thought that was a known fact. I just have to state that I cannot with Luke on that bike. I also need to know where is he coming from? Okay, where does he live? Because as far as I know, he lived in, he's living in Minnesota. So did you ride your bike all the way from Minnesota? No, no, that can't be. It can't be. I I don't know. You guys, I love that 90s party. It makes me want to do a 90s party really, really, really bad. Super, super cute. Terrible that... Kyle got literally nothing for Amanda on her birthday. Literally nothing. I mean, those girls were trying hard to help him book something. And then Homeboy realizes that he doesn't have his goddamn passport. That it, or he has it, but it expired. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that's all going to, like, work out exactly. But it's just as crazy. Anyways, they play Spin the Bottle, you guys. It was super cute. Um... It was kind of cringy at moments, especially when Alex and Sierra were kissing. That was cringy, but it seemed like they had a good time. Now, Lindsay and Paige are talking in her room, and there's a goddamn large McDonald's French fry, you guys, on the bed. And my thing is, is where did they get it? Where did they get that French fry? Where did they get that French fry? Yeah, that's all. That's all I can. That's all I can say. Now. Now, I wrote on my notes here, oh my G, uh, oh my G, I wrote on my notes, OMG, what happened? Um, I don't remember what it was that I was, that I was talking about. <laughs> I don't remember, you guys. Oh my God. Listen, some notes are better than others. That's all you can do. I don't remember what it was. Anyways. All right. So. 
that's pretty much it for that's it that I have for summer house. I know that there's going to be a new episode next week. I'm pretty sure I can't remember if there was a preview this week or not. Oh, my brain, brain fart. Um, but yeah, again, feel free to pause. I'm going to get right into New Jersey. Um, this episode was called house of hypocrisy, which seemed right. Okay. So you guys, so this episode started off with, you know, the whole <laughs> where, uh, Marge basically, you know, ousted Bill about his affair and, you know, the whole Jen saying, get your facts straight. It was a pharmaceutical rep. And, you know, everybody, and the thing is, is like, everybody's like, yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. I knew about that. Jenny even was like, yeah, everybody knows about it. And, but I guess everybody knew about it besides Dolores. Cause Dolores was like, wait, what that happened? Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know what I mean? And I was just like, okay, Dolores, you heard that shit, please, please. I love that you're acting dumb right now, but I know y'all heard that shit. Okay. I just, I, I can't believe otherwise is my, is my thing. Now, Bill, I don't know what it is about him this season, but Bill looks sketchy this season, y'all. I, 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 his face terrified me. I don't know what it was. Now, we move on to, it's kind of like towards the end of like the part at Teresa's house. And this is when like Gia and Joe kind of like get into it a little bit because Gia feels like Joe is being disrespectful about her dad. And Joe feels like I am defending my sister this is what your, this is what he did to our family, you know? So it's like, listen, they both are right in their own right, but clearly they both are stubborn as fuck to be able to see where they both are coming from. Now, what I found interesting was that Gia called him dear Joe or something like that. I don't know. I did not have my closed caption on, but she called, I want to say she called him dear Joe. And I was like, I've never heard them call him that ever before. Is that like a thing? Like what the fuck? Instead of uncle Joe, like dear Joe. I don't know. It was weird, but I'm going to tell you something right now. Like this family dynamic is wild. Their family dynamic is insane and forever fucking will be like, listen, their father sent himself and their mother to jail. Okay. Then Gia, your mother missed out on ample time that she could have possibly had with her mother and her father before both of them passed. So that is a regret. I'm sure that both your uncle and your mother are upset with your father about. So just accept that. That's that, that, that is a true fact. You know what I mean? Like they have the right to feel that way. Now, understandable, Gia, of course, you do not want to hear them continue to talk badly about your dad because I'm sure, I would hope, that he is remorseful for what he did and the time that your uncle and your mom lost, just whether it be with the children, with their family, whatever. And the money, I'm sure. Anyways, I'm sure that he is, and I'm sure it's hard for you to hear people saying bad things about your dad. Of course, I get that. And I can understand, like, there's a plenty of other people out there with you guys being on a reality show that are talking shit about you, or not talking about shit about you, but your dad and your mom and yada, yada, yada. So you don't want to fucking hear it, and especially from your own fucking family. I get it. So I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just saying, I understand where they both are coming from. I think that they both, I think they both came to a realization of that. They both have, feel differently about the situation, and that's okay. But their love for each other is still there. So, you know. And I, I hope that next week the conversation is it looks like Joe is going to be having that conversation with the rest of the girls also. So hopefully that conversation goes good. Fingers crossed for everybody. 
Listen, I can't with Teresa continuing to compare the whole thing with Marge last year about like she thinks that like she did not do anything wrong when she basically repeated a rumor that she heard that Jackie's husband was cheating on him. Regardless if it was true or not true, Teresa shouldn't have been done. Now, Marge knows that what she did in calling out uh, Jen about it is was not was not right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's fair to say. Did Jen, I mean, does Jen push it to the brink of like you just being like, that's it. I don't, I, I can't say anything else. Like, blah, and then just verbal diarrhea. Understandable. Like, I get that. But the fact that fucking Teresa continues to just be like, you know, like, I just don't understand. I like, I just, oh, she's such a dumb dumb. I can't. She's such a dodo. She's such a dodo. So, okay, you guys, I did. I just have to say, I just have to say this. Just with the pot. Okay. I did see Teresa. I mean, gosh, it was probably like years ago now, at least like four years ago. I think it was like right after she got out of jail. It was shortly after she got out of jail. It was not very long after. Anyways, you guys, because she was flying fucking, uh, I don't know. She was just, I don't know. She was flying somewhere. I don't even know where we even saw her. I think it was in New York. Anyways, <laughs> we, so me and like one of my best friends ran into her at, 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 in an airport bathroom, which is not great. You know, nobody wants to run into somebody that they, you know, nobody wants to run into a fan in a bathroom and nobody wants to run into somebody that they, you know, watch on TV in a bathroom because then it's hella fucking awkward as you're standing in line to go to the bathroom to be like, Hey, like, so can I get like a photo? But of course my brave, brave friend, like, thank God. I love her so much that she did this. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to even ask for like a picture. And I like, and also I could tell like Teresa was Teresa was slightly annoyed that somebody was asking her for a picture in the bathroom. Get it? But thank God. Thank God she got that picture. Do you know what I mean? Like, thank God my friend asked. So my friend got a picture with her. I did not get a picture. I just, like, it was just too awkward. And I did not see her after that, after the bathroom incident. <laughs> so I could not ask her for a picture outside of the bathroom. But regardless, just a story for the pod. I met Teresa one time. Anyways. <laughs> But it doesn't take away from the fact that I think that she's a dumb dumb. That's it. That's all I can say. Okay. Anyways. Um oh, goodness. Okay, you guys. And then we find out that fucking Jen has been or had been at some point trying to find um information out on supposedly the person that maybe Jackie's husband had an affair with. And fucking Frank Sr. was the one that told Marge about it because Jen reached out to fucking Frank. Y'all crazy. Crazy. So Marge tells this information to Dolores. And Dolores at first was like kind of like she was not happy with Marge, but like what she was doing. This is why I love Marge and Dolores' friendship. Like because it's a real friendship. Like you can tell. I love that. Um but like, like Dolores is like, I'm not happy with what she fucking did. But of course, like she's still gonna be friends with her. But she's like, I'm just gonna, you know. And so Dolores just tells her like, No, I'm. Not, I don't like what you did. Like that wasn't okay. But then once Marge kind of divulged, like this is like what I'm here. Like and I can't take it anymore. And then Dolores is like, I get it. I get it. Like listen, I said that you were wrong before, but I get where you're coming from now. And I'm just like, I love you guys. I love them so much. And then, but then you have fucking. Jen just trying her damnedest, her damnedest to get somebody else on her side besides 
fucking Teresa and Dolores. And so she invites fucking Jules over and she's trying her hardest to get Jules on her side. And she's like, but can't you see like how that would be like how that's hurtful to me and my kids and yada, da, da. And she's like, yes, but do you understand how it's hurtful what you say as well? And it can be hurtful to other people's children's and families. Like it's wild. Like, like fucking Marge said, the hip, the, you know, the hypocrisy is like, woo, it is out of bounds, out of bounds. <sighs> so we see Dolores's new townhouse. Super cute, you guys. But also like that townhouse, I swear, it just kept going up, 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 and up. I was like, is it ever going to end? Unclear. Also, like what, like, where is David, you guys? Why does Dolores have a townhome? Like, and the fact, like, she's like, we're still talking like boyfriend and girlfriend, but like, I just like, I haven't seen him in a while. And so my thing is, is like, what does that mean, Dolores? What does that mean? <sighs> I just don't know what it means. I don't know what that means. I, you know, hopefully we'll get some more details later on. But I think for the best, I think for I think for Dolores, I think that she needs to let this David situation go. Um, and I hope that she's able to find somebody else, maybe, or just you know, or just or you know, just. I don't know. Whatever it is that she wants, whether that be to be single or to have somebody in her life, I don't care. I just want her to be happy. And I don't feel like David's doing that right now. So that's my opinion. Um, Listen, Jen gets there, you guys, and she fucking stands in the hallway like I feel like like a fucking three-year-old because she didn't want to see, have Marge see her and she didn't want to see Marge. And I just I, I thought it was so fucking dramatic. It annoyed the shit out of me. I was just like, this is why people have a hard time with you. Like, uh, and I'm sorry. Like, I hate to say it, but her face, you guys. <sighs> I hate to say it, but her face. There's something like her face. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'm glad to hear that she took the chin implant out. Um, I know that she's been commenting a lot about how people have commented about her nose and how she, you know, she wasn't happy with the result and bloody, 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 blah, 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 blah. But oof. Anyways. I just, yeah, so the, just the whole thing just was, like, very fucking annoying to me. And you could tell that, like, Dolores was getting annoyed by it because she's just like, you say this shit, like, say shit like this and hundred times worse to people. But now you can't even walk into a room? I can't. I can't. I don't know. Listen, reality TV does weird shit to people. Do you know what I mean? And and all I can and all I can say and all I can think is that clearly, I feel like Jen being on a reality show has clearly brought out some serious insecurities and some serious anxieties that she did not realize that she had. That's the only thing that I can think of. And that's the only thing that I can maybe perhaps try to be empathetic towards. But I don't like her. That's it. I don't like her. <laughs> and I just thought the whole situation was too dramatic for me. I just thought it was silly. I just couldn't. And then also, you know, the cat's out of the bag due to the fucking ear hustlers in the fucking kitchen, y'all. I mean, because Marge tried to talk to Jen a little bit and she's like, listen, this is what happened. This is what I heard. And I just can't with you anymore. You're trying to take down Jackie and her husband for what? And you're trying to gain information for what? For why? How about I try to gain information about, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so crazy. How would I try to gain information about your fucking husband and his affair? Like, hello, Jen. But of course, like I said, the ear hustlers in the kitchen were like, wait, what's going on? And then Jules comes in. And then Dolores comes in. And then Melissa You know, it's just like, oh, my God. Then the whole fucking gang's there having a full-on conversation about, about how Jen should be fucking more aware about what the fuck she's saying and yada, yada, yada. And, and 
I mean, and then, you know, at one point, fucking Jen says, like, you know, I'm I'm worried about it for my kids. And Marge is like, kids are resilient. They can go to therapy sessions. I'm just like, oh my God. And I and like Dolores was like on the same page. They both were just like so over it. And I get that. I've been there with somebody where I'm just like over it. I have no. I have nothing left to give. Like you have sucked everything out of me, all of my patience, all of my, all of my just like empathy towards you is gone. You've sucked it all dry. So I don't, yeah, I have nothing left over. So I get it. I get it. It's not great. It's not great, but it's, it is what it is. And then finally, you know, I think uh, Jen like talked to Teresa because she showed up late. So I think like Jen was like filling her in about the whole situation. And then she's like, I just think I just need to go. I just need to go. I, just, I think I just need to leave. That's just better for me right now. And so, but then what blew my mind, you guys, is that then Jen makes a full fucking announcement to everybody. And it's just like, I'm leaving everybody. I just can't take this. I need to take this time for myself and do this for myself right now. And I just need to go. I just need to go. And I'm leaving right now. I'm leaving. I'm going for myself and I'm leaving right now. I'm leaving. And it's like, bye, bitch. Like, holy shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. If it was me and I was in a situation like that where I was like, listen, I need to get out of here for myself, blah, blah, blah. I would have said to Dolores, Dolores, I got to go. I'm not feeling safe here. Thank you for inviting me. I just need to get out of here. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. And would have left. Say goodbye to the host. That's it. You don't need me to make a goddamn announcement like you're a goddamn a, a, a prince or princess, I should say. <laughs> oh my god, no! That whole scene just like annoyed the shit out of me. Um. All right. Well, guys, listen. That's basically it. It looks like next week of Jersey is also going to be. It looks like it's going to be a goodie as well. So I'm on board. It's going to be. I think Jersey's going to be a good season this 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 year, but. You know, I am going to kind of keep the it short on Jersey, stick with, uh, I'm going to kind of hunker down in Summer House and give you a real good one for Salt Lake City um, next week. Uh, and then that following week, then once our, once, you know, the reunions for Salt Lake City start rolling in, I'm only going to be doing Summer House and Jersey. So I'll be sticking, also I'll really be hunkering down in Summer House. So the Summer House conversation might be a little bit longer than what these past uh, couple of podcasts have been. Um, but I'm going to be keeping it, I'm going to be keeping it real light and breezy with Jersey. Um, so yeah, that's really about it, everybody. Yeah. So listen, you guys, thank you so much, so much, so, 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 so much for listening. I so, so, so appreciate it. Um, I just, you know, I just hope that you all have a wonderful week. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope you guys, you know, enjoy that with either, you know, loved ones, friends, um, or, you know, listen, or towards your, or with yourself, because guess what? You love yourself. All right. Or at least you should. So just take that in. All right, guys. Well, follow me on IG at Give Me More Reality. Um, please like, subscribe, um, follow, you know, all that good stuff on wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you if you like it, you know what I mean? You know, throw down a little something, something. Um, yeah. So just thank you guys again so, so, so much. Um, and this has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks, guys.